Welcome to Beyond Your Comfort Zone. I'm your host, Cami Banks. I'm a mother of four, a health and fitness and life coach, a lover of people, watermelons, and triathlons. I'm here to help you heal thyself from the inside out by helping you manage your brain and your body through food and movement. I'm here to help you get into your best zone. Let's go. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Beyond Your Comfort Zone. This is episode number 22, Heads or Tells, The Human Experience. So we're going to jump into this topic in just a minute, but um, I hope you guys have all had a good week. Last week when I recorded this, this, that was my kid's first full week of school to start with, like they'd had a few days before. And full week of remote learning, by the way, because um, only I only have one daughter in school and the rest are remote learning. And um, I'm excited to talk about this topic because um, as you hear about my week, you'll see that there's been lots of different experiences that have, have happened. And um, one before I share what happened during my whole week, it's kind of fun that um, I've been doing my podcast now since April and um you know we went into quarantine when that happened and and then now we're out of quarantine per se but we're we still have you know COVID here but um I was sitting at lunch with some friends from my kids school and no one even knew I had a podcast because um I haven't really talked to a lot of people and if they don't follow me on social media they didn't know so it was kind of fun to explain and I'm always kind of like funny and kind of shocking when people hear that I have a podcast. So I love all you that are sharing it with everyone. And I love sharing it with people. And the biggest reason I love sharing it is because the things that I've learned in my life and the things that I'm learning through becoming a life coach and um, all these things that I have gathered through my life experience, like if I could share it with others and help their experience be better, or share these tools with others so that they can find the fulfillment in their life, I totally want to do it. So that's, that's always my reasoning behind it. So if anyone finds this podcast or if you share it with someone and it helps them, then we're meeting the mission. <laughs> so thanks for all you that are helping that you're sharing it, that you're telling it with your friends and that you're um, also subscribing. Cause that's awesome. Cause the more people that subscribe or leave a review, then that helps others find it. So you guys are all the best and all my faithful listeners. Thank you so much. So jumping into the topic, I'm going to first just start off with what this week was like for me so you can understand how once we hit onto the heads or tails topic, you'll know what I'm saying. So um, we're just going to start with the week, what happened, but um, the first part of my week started with a candlelight vigil for one of my son's dear friends who lost his life to suicide. So that started out was the first thing. And then I had I taught some Zoom classes at the high at the high school in Utah. I zoomed in and taught some high school classes on goal setting and setting challenges. Then I went to a funeral the next day. Uh, that same day, I had my last practicum call for coach certification, and I passed previously passed the practicum. And then I was planning later on the week to take the test. And I also had lunch with friends, and then. Um, I had an awesome client called Breakthrough, which was amazing. And that same day, I had a client, a potential client call and say they didn't want to do coaching. And then I had an interview with someone. I'm just getting the beginning 
stages of just interviewing for my podcast. So I did that. The next day I took my final exam for coach certification and I passed. So I'm now I'm a certified life coach. Woo woo. And then, um, my mom's birthday was the next day. And this is the first birthday that I've celebrated without her still here on the earth. So that was, um, you know, brought its own different highs and lows. And then the other part was just biking out with the fall weather and running in the weather. Um, so you can see all of that happened in one week. Those are circumstances, things that happen. And what I'm going to share with you is what we call heads or tells. And it's a concept that we learn at life coaching school. It's called the 50, 50 concept. And all those experiences that I shared with you, those things that happened my week, some of them were highs of highs and some were lows of lows. And those were all just within, that was six days of my life. So, so that those are circumstances and I can choose from those. I, my thoughts about whatever happens is what will create my emotions. So from the thinking, you know, when I went to my son's candlelight vigil or my, not my son's, but my son's friends. Um, and I, I, I could think whatever I wanted to there and I, I chose and I felt very deeply a lot of sadness, a lot of loss at at the vigil and then flip around to when I was, I passed my final exam for my life coaching school. I was relieved, really excited. And I, you know, I'd studied a lot. And so that felt really relieving and really happy. So those different emotions. And when we go like to my mom's birthday, that was that was like the whole day was like a big wave. Like I was riding a big surf cause I'd come up and then I'd crash and come up and crash. But the thing that I want to share is that like, that is life. That's 50, 50. That's like the highs and the lows of life. And I, as I've experienced life and being a human, that is what the human experience is. That is what we are offered in life is these different, um, circumstances. And a lot of the times people want to say, well, I just want to be happy the whole time. So if I say to you, if you were offered to be happy all the time, would you take that? And sometimes people would say yes, but then you'd have to like kind of step it back a little bit and say, do you want to be happy all the time? Because I don't want to be happy when I go to the candlelight vigil. I don't want to be happy when I go to a funeral. I want to be grateful for the life that this that this boy lived, but I do want to have some sadness missing him the morning that. So a lot of the times we need to rethink because People often say, well, isn't the goal in life just to be happy? We'll get to that. We'll answer that hopefully as we get through this. But is it? And think about that. Is that really the goal? So when we talk about the 50-50 concept, we can think about that, that there's positive and negative emotion and that there's good and there's bad. There's comfort and there's discomfort. And so much in life right now is offered to us is that it just makes it look like life is just supposed to be happy. That's just supposed to be good all the time. So you pop on Facebook, everyone looks like they have a perfect life or Instagram, you get on TV, they look thin, they look like the perfect life, perfect wife, perfect husband, perfect everything. So it makes it look like life isn't supposed to be 50-50. It makes it look like life should be 100% good all the time. Or even a lot of times I'll say this 50-50 concept and people want to argue that like, let's go (laughs) 80-20. Let's say life should be 80-20, which I would love to say life should be 80-20, but if we look around, is life really 80-20? So and a lot of the times when we want to say 80-20, it's just that we do a lot of things to kind of, we think that life has to be 80-20, so we do what we call buffering. And buffering is something that we do to not have to feel those emotions. So we think that it's 80-20. So we do some um, 
what we call for buffering is it's we are trying to use an external something from the outside to solve for an internal problem. So we're trying to fix something or fix an emotion by like buffering would be overeating. So you'd overeat and you don't feel the emotion for the moment. So you use something from the outside to try to fix this feeling better on the inside or people that drink some of the times they over drink so they don't have to feel what's on going on in the internal on the inside. So you go find false pleasure to try to fix something that truly like once we learn that it doesn't necessarily need to be fixed. But if we think and we look at all these pleasures and we look at things around us, we think that something's wrong with us if we feel bad. And when that's really actually just the human experience. So that's what I'm trying to like express to you today and trying to help us understand that if we can pull back a tiny bit and realize that it's okay to have these emotions and they don't have to be quote unquote fixed, then that, then we're going to look at things and we're going to look at life so from different lenses, from a different perspective. And that is really what will help us in life. That is what will really help us. Um, live the fullest experience and really feel alive and not feel like, and we'll talk in a minute about like that we have to hide from things. When we think we should be better at this or we don't have to hide, you know, we don't have to have these feelings, then we miss out on the full human experience and we end up not showing up. Like I said, we end up hiding and trying to compensate for our negative feelings and we cower from our life because we think something's wrong with us. And the thing that I I want to say is that our whole life is going to be 50, 50, that, that if we can look at it from that aspect, then if we realize that it will be, there's positive and there's negative, and that if we're willing to feel the negative, then to be honest, we're going to enjoy the negative a lot more than if we're trying to hide from it or buffer from it or try to avoid it. And so that's what we're going to look at we're going to look at ways to try to make the 50-50 experience, how to make it so we so we can understand it's part of life and that's how it goes. And to understand that when we take it in as 50-50, that we will um, not only just enjoy the positive, but the negative will be more enjoyable because we won't be scared of it because we'll realize that we can feel it. And in feeling it, sometimes... There's greatness behind that because we learned so much from just being able to feel it and not avoid it. And so is what we're going to talk about is the five steps. And the first one is going to be understanding your emotions. So a lot of the times if there's guys listening, they might want to stop listening. But the good news is, is that we're all human and we all have emotions, boys and girls, (laughs) (laughs) So we can all understand them a little better and just understand what the importance they play in our life and how that since we are human, that we're all that we um, have the ability to feel all different kinds of emotions. And just I want to go back to when I talked about heads or tails that, you know, when we're like at a soccer game and they say we're going to do heads or tails and they toss it up, right? It's a 50-50 chance that you're going to get heads or that you're going to get tails. And so that that's what happens in our lives, that when we're going to go into this, that we will be on the head side, the good things that will happen, that will be the head side, and then the cone will flip, and sometimes we're going to say like a tail side would be 50% negative. We'll just, we'll just claim tails as being negative. I don't know why. And then we're... of the time we're going to get to the tell side. And 
and if we always want to be that, like, we want to think something's wrong with us when we get to the negative side, that's when we start creating a bigger, um, we kind of live on the outskirts of our life. We have to try to kind of hide from that negative because we don't want to feel it. So we, we make the negative almost bigger because we hide on the outskirts of the negative aspect of our life because we're not willing to feel the negative. And so I think it's so important as we go through this and try to understand this, that when we are willing, and we'll talk about understanding it and then allowing it, but when we can understand even what our emotions are, then we can get to allowing, then we can stay inside you know, if we have a big circle, we have half positive, and half negative. If we can stay inside that circle and we're willing to feel the negative and allow it, willing to feel the positive, that the more negative we're willing to feel, the more positive we're going to feel because if we're flipping a coin 50-50, we're going to get that 50-50. So um, our circle begins to grow bigger and bigger and our experiences in life begin to grow bigger and bigger. Unlike if we hide and we stay on the outskirts of our life, we try to buffer, you know, with over drinking or over Facebooking or shopping too much or all that we stay on the outside we're not actually inside feeling our emotions then we make our circle the half the half negative half, half positive half negative smaller and smaller and we start um we have to hide more and more and it makes our life it constricts our lives and makes our lives feel small and we want to talk about how we make our life feel big and when we can understand it and allow it that's how we can make our life both negative and positive and let the experience grow and grow and make the experience here bigger and bigger and greater and greater. So when we talk about understanding your emotions, we would want to say that people just say, I'm happy, I'm sad, I'm good, I'm fine. And we want to start realizing that a lot of the times being able to identify your emotion is like that um, I'm excited or I have, you know, I'm, I'm like kind of nervous and be able to state it and be able to say that, you know, I have a little anxiety because maybe this is happening here, or I feel angry or frustrated. Being able to just state it and understand it is such an important part of it. And being able to realize like it's part of just being who I am, that like I'm going to have thoughts that are going to create my feelings and that's okay. Like just to be able to state what it is and that we don't have to just think if we don't say that I'm happy, that something's wrong. That like we can be like I'm anticip- I am I anticipate something and what comes with that. So a lot of times the words are just like, I feel good. I feel fine. That's it. But I want to help us realize that we can expand our vocabulary and really start to be conscious of like what we're feeling because what we feel is what really creates our actions and the actions are what our results are and the results that we want in life. So if we realize our emotions and you know we feel frustrated or we feel sad or angry, and we're scared to understand that or feel that, we're going to resist that and make that emotion so much stronger. And it's going to bring about a lot of other emotions trying to trying to um, hide that one. And it's usually going to bring out resistance, more frustration. So then we have more and more negative emotions that we're gathering, which is going to make it a lot harder to generate a move, move forward emotion, which we'll talk about in a minute when we get to the step three. But we want to just at least understand our emotions and once we can get to understanding them, then we want to get to where we can allow our emotions. So that's the second step is allowing our emotions. And we um, talk a lot about this in the life coaching school. This is a lot of the curriculum is learning to allow. So, you know, understanding your emotions is just the awareness of what our emotions are, under, uh, the awareness of what our thoughts are, and that they create emotions, that that's, that's how the human body is perceived, is that we have the thoughts and then the emotions come, 
and then that's how we act is from our emotions. That's if we react or we act, we avoid when we, when we buffer, it's because we avoid or we resist or deny it. So that's what we want to be conscious of. If, if we're understanding our emotions and we're aware then we don't have to resist them as much because we can come to it as a, with an understanding eye or a curious eye versus the resistance, avoiding, denying it. Cause then again, that's that's not going to help us, and that's going to that's putting a negative connotation on just to what the emotion are, even if it's positive or negative, just accepting what it is. So when we allow it, um, we don't we realize an allowing is when we don't have to fix it. Like an emotion is not there to be fixed; it's there to be allowed. So if we have the frustration, or if we're say if we say to someone that you're so frustrating, stop it. Like we say that out loud, we can pull back and be like. Like my job is to feel frustrated. So like if someone's frustrating me, like if I'm deciding, like my thought is like they're frustrating me, then I have the chance there to, to realize that they're frustrating me and that that's not harmless, that's not harmful and that I just need to process the frustrating part. Like think about my thoughts, go through it, actually feel it through my body where I can like kind of just let it process and soften. And then it can, then I don't have to fix it. I can just soften and not have it be such a, like resist that, that frustrating part and make someone else stop frustrating me because they can do whatever they want, but we want to make them stop frustrating us. And then we're frustrated at them. We give them our power and it's a big vicious cycle. So we realize that the emotions can't hurt us and we don't have to fix them and that something's not wrong with it. And it's just part of the human experience. And then that like guy said, that's just what, that's what opens up. To, to have our life be bigger, to be able to realize that we can, we can feel whatever we want, that we can make our life bigger and we'll get to it where we can set goals, where we can set goals that our life can be bigger. Cause if we can feel the positive and the negative and setting goals, why not shoot for the stars? Right? So that's the, that's the next thing is we just need to allow it and realize it's not to be fixed, that that's just part of life. And that's, that's what we're here for to be able to experience it. Um, and that we just need to remember that, um, we just want to identify what the feeling is and that we just, once we identify it, how are we going to use that emotion? Are we going to react to it? Are we going to deny it, avoid it? Or are we just going to allow it to be there and be like, this is okay. This is okay that the negative emotions here, that this is part of the 50% that's hard. Um, and me and my daughter were out walking one day, we walk our dog at night and I know you guys know that I'm not perfect, but me and my husband, we're disagreeing, <laughs> not getting along. Let's just say that. And my daughter turns to me and she's like, is this part of the 50, you know, 50, 50 experience, 50 negative. I'm like, that's it. That's it. Like not making it more than it needs to be that just allow that. Like I was frustrated that I was mad that like, we weren't seeing, we weren't seeing a situation the same way. And I was letting that situation, my thinking was making me feel frustrated and I just, and I just was going to allow that. And that's, that's part of it is just like not making it mean that I'm a bad person or he's a bad person. It's just, I'm going to allow that my thinking is making me frustrated. And that's 50% of the negative right there. And I didn't let it go spiraling down. I just was like, yeah, that's it. Because that's the third, the third one we're going to talk about is stop indulging in emotions, such as some emotions that we can indulge in is, um, it would be worry or doubt and a few other things would be like saying, I don't know, or blaming. Those are indulgent emotions. And why we call them in an indulgent emotion is because those emotions, they get us stuck and they don't get us in a move forward emotion. So, you know, if we start blaming someone, then we're just blaming them. 
or when we're like hating someone, it's indulgent because we we don't get to, it spins us it, and it, we just, we, we make excuses for why we can't go out to the world because of this or because of that, or because I'm worried or because I doubt this, because I don't know. And that just gets us stuck. So those, those emotions, like those are the ones we want to be careful because those are the ones that aren't necessarily going to help us. And not only that, but it doesn't feel good. Like those don't feel good. And even if we were to justify that someone else did it, that still doesn't make us feel any better. And so who cares? So if we're going to have 50% negative and 50% positive in our life, let's not use the 50% negative to like just spin in indecision. Let's use that negative 50% to realize like, that's okay. Like I can be scared. You know, sometimes courage takes us being scared. Those kind of things. Those are the negative emotion that we want to feel to help us pursue a goal. That's something that's creating something that's contributing, not something that like when we blame people or we sit and worry, that doesn't get us, those kind of negative emotions don't help us. And we're, that's where we're going to spend our 50% of our negative. That, that's, that feels terrible. So let's just sit in the reality of like, let's not indulge in those. And instead of, you know, worrying about things that we can't, we don't have control over, let's pull it back to think about something that we do have control over. Or instead of blaming someone else, let's just think about like, what can I do better in this situation? And that might feel bad. You know, the humility, sometimes that doesn't feel the best, but we can feel that because that's going to help us. That negative emotion is going to actually help us and move us in a forward motion after we can feel it. So, so when we're indulging in negative emotion, that's really not helping us. And that just is what we call suffering. So we mostly get into more suffering and we indulge in it. We, and that's when we create sometimes more than a 50% negative experience because we just keep spinning in that. And it's hard to even see that we can get to the 50% positive at that point. But when we're talking about the heads or tails, that when we get flipped onto the tail side and we have these times when we feel frustrated or angry or sad, we just want to realize that we can process that, we can allow it, and that we're not going to be stuck or stay there forever, that it's going to flip to the head side, that life, if life is 50-50, then that gives us a positive chance to realize that like, if we're stuck in the, in the 50 right there, the negative, that like there's got to be 50 good so that we don't have to feel like we're 50% bad for the rest of our life or it goes to 100% bad. So that's another cool way to look at it, that it will get back to good again. We just have to understand that this is just part of the 50 bad and then it will get to 50 good. And so the fourth one is being willing to feel in the future. And I think this is awesome, is that if we know that we are willing to feel the good and the bad, then and we decide not to hide from our life. We don't. We decide not to buffer and just like kind of um, do all these indulgent emotions, or we take in all extra food or extra alcohol or extra shopping or something, so we don't have to feel the negative. If we're like we're going to feel it all. Then we're like let's go big on our goals because if we're if we're going to do nothing in our life and we're still going to feel fifty percent positive, fifty percent negative, why not go big instead of big goal? Feel. 50% positive, 50% negative. So it doesn't hold us back anymore. And I'm will, like, we'll say like, I'm willing to do it all. I'm willing to feel it all. I'm willing to do it all. Because if we're willing to feel rejected and humiliated, failure, you know, fear and pain of what happens when we set goals, because that's all a part of it, then we're willing, that means we're willing to feel that. We're also willing to feel the excitement and the joy and the determination and like, the feeling sometimes I can't even describe is when you, when you set a goal and you achieve it and just the sense of like gratitude you feel, we can feel all of that. And a lot of the times people will say like, 
if you're willing to feel all that and feel in the future, then you must have confidence. But kind of that's true because self-confidence comes from us knowing that we can feel the humiliation and the fear and the loneliness, all of that, because we know that we're going to feel the other 50% as well. So we do have, in some ways, we do have confidence. And we have confidence to know that like, that it's all going to work out because we can feel it, that we can feel and allow the emotion and that we can allow the discomfort. Cause sometimes like we almost want to be like, I need to allow, or I want to allow this discomfort because discomfort is really the currency to our goals. So in somewhere along the path to meeting our goals, if we're not feeling that discomfortness or we're not feeling kind of that, that anxiousness or that, um, that kind of uneasiness, then we're probably not shooting our goals for the biggest feelings we can because that comes with it. That's all part of it. But the thing that's so awesome is that like, why not strive for that? And and let's not make our goal like a lot of times people are like, my goal in life is to be happy. But if our goal in life is to be happy, we're going to be really frustrated because happy, if we look around, life isn't just happy for everyone. Life isn't 100% perfect. Look around at the situation. That's not reality. And if we think we quote unquote should be happy, that creates, that creates some of our 50% right there. Some of our suffering being like, I'm not happy. Something's wrong with me. Right? So if we make our goal, a goal to be like, I am human. I want to feel alive and I want to feel it all. Give me the good and the bad. That's, that to me is where the, like kind of the awesomeness comes from. And I know that like when I've set goals and they seem really far in the future and the fear sets in and like the kind of like, I don't think I can do this or humiliation. I now have learned that like, that's part of it. Like that's, that's part of what will happen and that I'm on the right track (laughs) and I need to stick with it. So, um, and the last one, um, of our things we need to is we want to create our emotion on purpose. So Knowing that it's 50% good and 50% bad or that we're going to be on the head side or the tail side, sometimes that gets us trapped thinking, well, if, I, if my thinking is what creates my emotion, then I, I need to think happy thoughts all the time, which is going to give me happiness all the time. But that's not true. We don't, want to, we don't want to have happiness all the time. People want to sell us that idea, but we've already, we've already kind of debunked that. Like when people die, we don't want to feel sad. When people when there's wars going on or when people are sick, we don't want to feel happy. So we realize that we want to feel different emotions, but that if we can create that and we realize that we're creating it on purpose, then we realize the power we have to that and that we don't have to let, um, we don't have to be worried if we think a thought that, you know, so say when my mom died, I definitely wasn't happy, but I was willing to feel it all. I remember there was a time when, Um, I knew she was getting sicker and either there was a point where I could pull away and not feel as close to her or I could be dive all in and feel even closer than I've ever felt. And on the flip side, I'd probably feel sadder than I've ever felt. And there's a song by Ed Sharon that a heart that's been broken is a heart that's been loved. And that's it. Like I went all in and, um, I felt it all and I would never trade any of that. And as a matter of fact, I would say those are some of like even it's hard to say, but like some of those tender moments, those saddest moments were some of like the most, then like so neat experience. And, um, I've also, when I was my daughter, my fourth daughter, um, was really young. I remember, I remember I was wanting to kind of hide from the world, 
me and my husband, we had different beliefs and he, um, had, he had a different journey for his faith journey and he decided to like pursue that. And I was staying in the faith that I, that I had already pursued and I, and I felt strong about, but I was trying to hide. I was, I didn't want to feel all the emotions that I would feel. And I kind of thought life, I was like, well, I'm supposed to be happy all the time. And I'm not happy all the time. Like we're kind of taking two different journeys right now. And, um, I was just, I was beating myself up that I, that I wasn't happy, that this wasn't the way life was supposed to be. And I, that time didn't know what the 50, 50 concept was. And, um, I created probably more, um, not 50, 50. I was probably more like 80, 20, 80, negative, 20 positive at that time. <laughs> I'd flipped it all the way around because I wasn't willing to just be like, this is how life goes. This is, he takes his journey. I take my journey journey and we can love each other and respect each other. But I was creating so much suffering because I was hiding because I didn't want people to know that, you know, something was happening and that things were changing in our marriage. So I was hiding and I was trying to like pretend like I was happy and I wasn't being myself. And, and I think that, that was probably the hardest part is that as soon as I could, as soon as I was like, after a while, I was able to share with people and I was able to let people see me for who I was. And that, like, I can't even, I can't even express to you the, the relief that felt just the peace that that felt to like be able to be myself, not have to hide not have to realize like that my, that my life was ruined, that I just started realizing this is part of life. This is our journey. And through those experiences like that, like that to me, like, I feel like it kind of broke me down, but it created me into someone so much better. And that like kind of that heartbreaking times and that humility time and that part of just kind of some deep sadness and sorrow brought about about so much, um, change in my life in a positive way and brought so much, um, understanding and gratitude for so many different things that like, I would never want to trade that hard, challenging experience that makes my life 50, 50. And the same with my mom passing, like as, as hard as that was and as heartbreaking as it was, it was some of the greatest, most cherished times I had with, with being with her or even being there when she took her last breath. Like I'll never, like I'll never want to change any of those experiences. So sometimes in life we need to realize when we want everything to be happy, if we're like a if if we're like a fish in water and everything's happy all the time, we don't even know we're happy, right? Because we need to have the happy and the sad to realize what the happy is. And that's what I've said through different experiences in my life is that like I see things so different. And when we have a challenging time or we're in the 50% negative, and then we get to the 50% positive, we appreciate that 50% positive so much more because we felt what's different. Just like if a fish gets out of water. <laughs> they realize they want to get back in the water, but when they're in the water, they didn't realize, you know? So I think it's really important that when we're realizing that we're creating our emotion on purpose, that we mostly just taking control of our life and our thinking and realizing like, I get to create this. So if I'm going to create, you know, my thought is like, I want to be sad when someone's dying or I want to be sad when the way I perceived life is different now. You know, like I talked about when me and my husband had different journeys with our faith, like if I want it and purposely said, like, I want to be sad and feel that sadness. Cause then I can get to a point where like, I want to be like, this is part of life. This is the journey. Like we both need to grow from different experiences. Then, then I've been in that point. I'm understanding. I'm like having love and that stuff. So I I'm choosing both thoughts that give me different emotion, but I'm processing it all. And I'm having the experience I'm supposed to. And I just think it's important for us to realize that 
um, that the negative part of the emotional experience can be the best part of it. And that's what makes, and also that not the best part, but like just it, it creates such a depth to us because then when we get to the good part, it makes the, the, the 50% so much better. And if we just want to say that we're open to it all, it just, it lets us live a bigger, a bigger life. It really does. It opens up the, we have more positive, we have more negative, but our, that big, that circle that I talked about, it begins to grow and it grows bigger and bigger. We have this experience in life that like, we don't limit ourselves. We don't hide. And even if we hide, to be honest, if you hide from experiences, you're still like, since we're human, we're still going to experience 50, 50. So we can be out in the world experiencing, not hiding and filling it the 50, 50, or we can hide and feel 50, 50, but that's a lot smaller place, a lot smaller life to live where we, we play small. Or if we just decide, let's fill it all. Let's play big. It's going to be 50, 50 anyways. Let's go. Let's do this. And that's exciting. So, I just want to share with all of you that like, we're going to get to times when we're on our tell side, we're going that the negative side. And we sometimes might want to think that we're stuck there, but we're offered tools to realize that we're, that's part of it, that we are going to feel this. And even just in admitting that we're feeling it and allowing it, it will be, it will be what helps us flip to the head side. It will help us get to that positive side and that realizing that we signed up to be humans, that we came down here and we wanted to experience it. And when we truly feel alive, it's when we're taking it all in and we're taking in in every experience. And the, the hard only brings about the great and the sadness only brings about the happiness. And that's what, that's what truly living feels like, feels like to me. So again, like just this week, like write it down, like write down what you're feeling, all of it, like, or write down your experience that you have and then say like, how am I, is this positive or negative and how do I want to think about it? And you'll see, like, you might want to say it's 80, 20, but if we're honest, you can see that like life affords us 50, 50 and that we get to be on the head side and we flip to the tail side and we get flipped back around and that's the way it goes. So, so just remember that and remember that like, we like just reviewing all of it again, we want to understand our emotions. We want to allow our emotions. We want to stop indulging in emotions that aren't going to help us and just really allow the negative emotions, not the stuck emotions. And then we get to where we're willing to fill in the future. We're like, I'm going to fill it all. And then we can create our emotions on purpose and we can create the life that we want to. So anyways, I hope you guys all get to try that this week, which you will all get to have 50, 50, (laughs) just, it will all be a different experience. But if you want to share it with me, I'd love to hear about it. Just pop on it. Um, Instagram, Instagram is probably the best place to find me. So Cami Banks coaching is where you'll find me and send me a message. So anyways, thanks for listening. I love sharing my thoughts with you and I love being able to just, um, take you along, along in my journey through life. And I hope we can all make it bigger and bigger as we learn to allow and feel it all. All right. Until next week. Bye-bye. Would you like to feel more in the zone on your life's journey to finding your best, healthiest self? I created a coaching program called the Zone Performance Coaching, where we work on mindset, eating, and exercising from the inside out. I have a six-week program and also a free clarity session, and you can find out that information on my website at camibanks.com. You can also get on to Instagram at Cami Banks Coaching and leave me a message there and reach out to me in either place. I would love to hear from you. Also, if you liked this podcast, I would love for you to rate and review it and share it with a friend. Thank you.